Ladies and gentlemen from the Microsoft Theater here in downtown Los Angeles. Brought to you by Sean Porter Promotions. Believe in him, okay? I believe in him too. Whatever's taking a while. It's definitely, it's, I apologize about the heat. It ain't because there's a black man in here, but it's hot. <laughs> it's really hot in here. It's a little warm. Yeah, it's a little warm. You keep it together, all right? All right. You got a sweater on, though. Yeah. So I, I'm fine, okay? You stay cool? I'm, I'm cool as a cucumber. You cool as the other side of the pillow? Always. Okay. Always. Welcome to the Portaway Podcast. Uh, yeah, let me do y'all first. Welcome to the Portaway Podcast. Um, end of the year episode, we... We, I mean, everybody has made it through another year, and yeah. I'm happy to be here just to be able to share the end of the year with y'all. Um, definitely wanted to leave on a good note. The uh, reason why I say leave is because I haven't had a chance to talk to Ant nor nor the producer to find out when we coming back. I know we coming back. I just don't know exactly when. Of course, we got the new year. Blase, blase. So um, hopefully we back as soon as possible. I don't want to take a break, but the podcast, sometimes we need a break. All that being said... Al Bernstein, welcome to the podcast. Good to be with you guys. Finally. I know, I know. Yeah. We've, been, we've been flirting with doing this for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and welcome, welcome to the well, podcast. You know, I'm, I'm back here and I'm yeah. just listening to his voice. It's just like, oh man, what, what, <laughs> what Floyd, Floyd, Floyd's up on the cards. I got Floyd up. <laughs> Eight rounds to one right now. He, the guy's really not doing much. I feel like that guy, man. I got a question for you. Because um, okay. we've been doing this show for three years yeah. now. Um, Al is somebody that you've actually never met, no, right? No, but yeah, if you know boxing, you feel like you know Al. So, like, for you, yeah. if you turn your head and you just yeah, hear him yeah, talking, yeah, yeah. it's almost like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even need to see him. <laughs> I don't need to see him this whole show. And I'm pretty sure you've got that when people know, know your voice. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I don't think I really have that distinctive a voice. And yet, <laughs> you hear this? people <laughs> say that all the time, so I don't know. I guess I, guess I do. <laughs> you sing. I do sing, and you've been to my show I on have, a couple yeah. of different occasions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we've been, you, you, you've been by a couple times, and uh, we've had a lot of fun. Listen, um, we can't officially employ you. I can't pay you, okay? But you, that's okay. But you've got time on your hands at the moment. So a little bit, yeah. Please, we'd love for you to come back. We got to keep things moving for this show because we got a lot to cover. We got Steven yeah. Espinosa on the line as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want to, I do want to have you come back so that we can kind of. Sure. More, more when it's more time with us, we'll, I and will, not too much of everything else going no, on. No, no, I will be happy to come back. Uh, I would do it in any case. So yeah, yeah happy to do it. Just not last minute, as yeah. it always is. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. We'll we'll plan it even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go. Let's Showtime yeah. Sports no longer, but we still got Showtime. Yes, sir. Yeah, oh, with Showtime, you better believe it. Uh, welcome to the Portaway Podcast again for like the umpteenth time. Mm-hmm. Steven Espinosa with No, no that was, that's the second time. He's just the original. He's the one that started us off. He don't own he don't own no no shares of the four-way podcast. No, but he's the, Let's have him sign something. I, I feel like it's been more than two, hasn't it? It's definitely it's been, been more than two. two. We had him live. Oh, during, okay. oh during... yeah, yeah. He's been on the bunch, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, sir? But it, it's good. Now, now that I think about it, I you know we need to have a conversation about some shares. Oh, so, you know, oh, I'm going to come oh, on like this hey, repeatedly. Hey, uh, you a lawyer, so hey. we we got to let us give us some time to get our our stuff together. <laughs> and then, hey, you have a cute puppy. We love your dog. She's wandering around. See, this is what you get when you uh, when you schedule a podcast during Chris's vacation. People are out of their homes or visiting family. They got you know child's artwork on the wall. Oh, there yeah. you go. 
you know, you got dogs wandering around, so you yeah. you, you never know what's going to happen hey, during this podcast. Steve, I'm warning you right now. One time, me and Sean was watching the fight. He said, "Does Stephen got a dog at the fight?" That's true. Like, I'm like, why are you so mad? That's like, true. like you don't run nothing. He was upset. Is that a dog? That's true. Well, that's true. Speaking speaking of which, oh, no, is that the dog? Oh, that's the dog. Got a little bit bigger too. That, that's so. my wife's dog. That's my okay. wife's dog. Yep. Yeah. Listen, um, we saw you at. Tank versus Ryan, and I said, please, I would love for you to come back onto the show at the end of the year, just kind of recap with us how you felt this year went. Showtime, in my in my opinion, I think in the world's opinion of boxing, was not, none less than stellar. And then, of course, as the year's ending, we hear news that Showtime is going to be no more. So um, kind of want to just get your thoughts in terms of how the year went for you, for Showtime, and and you know, things like that, how you feel uh, at this point with, obviously, with the boxing with the boxing world? Yeah, I mean, look, um, I, I think I think you, you said it best, and, and I rely on guys like, um, you know, like, uh, like Al Bernstein, like, you know, like David Dinkins, Gordon Hall, who've been with Showtime a lot longer than me. When they tell me that this is perhaps the best year in Showtime's history, um, that carries a lot of weight. So, uh, I mean, personally, in my 12 years, it was the best year. Um, and not just because of the obvious ones, you know, the the Spence versus Crawford, the Davis Garcia, the Benavidez ones, you know, um, but also just, you know, throughout. I mean, we take a lot of care on our cards. You know, we're doing three fight cards opening up with a, a title fight, a world championship fight in the opening fight. Mm. Um, you know, you're seeing really good fights top to bottom. So, you know. I think what we're most proud of is not just the big headline fights, but the fact that, you know, from showbox to opening fights to the prelims, there was a lot of good stuff happening in 2023. Yes, sir. Yeah, what's the best relief fight you've had on, on Showtime? Which I mean, Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather, or Spence Crawford? Because I feel like until those fights happen, that's all people was asking you. Um, I, it would probably be in that order. Okay. You know, um, you know, in terms of you know the harassment, the pressure, <laughs> and not just the pressure, the you know, not just from outside, you know, our our own. Like you know, look, and and you brought up Mayweather Pacquiao. Wow. I came into the Showtime job at the end of 2011, already having a history of trying to make that fight and negotiating with it. So that was already sort of internally with me personally something that I was disappointed about as an as a sort of lawyer. As a, as a fan, it's something that was like a missed opportunity. So that one, there was a lot of pressure to get it done. And um, everywhere, any, I mean, anybody who was uh, even aware of anything in boxing, the first thing, you know, I'm sure Al got this as well, too. If you were connected with boxing in 2013, 2014, and you met somebody, the first thing they brought up was Mayweather Pacquiao. I mean, just wherever you went. So... You know, and that's that's where Spence Crawford was getting to. So I think you, you know you laid it out. Those are the two fights in terms of the relief, you know, that they got done, and 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 the excitement that they got done. Those are one and two. Um, we're doing the end of the year awards. Um, I, I don't know if you got anything for you your <laughs> once upon a time boss. You have anything for him? Oh, for uh, for, for 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 Stephen. Oh, or, for Stephen. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I, I you know I, I would just say this. I concur what he said about this year. Um, yeah. You know he, you know for those of us that even were there a few years before him, 
definitely the best year that wow. of of the boxing at Showtime. And you know, we've had some really good years. Yeah. Even in the last few years, they've been great years. But this year was was just remarkable. And I thought for boxing in general, and certainly at Showtime. So I, well, that segues into my next question because we had this year we had uh, Ryan Garcia and um and um tank davis. and tank davis and then we turned around and we got mm-hmm. uh uh excuse me we got errol spence jr and terence crawford um and we're doing an end of the year awards okay. uh which one of those fights would you say for you personally was the best pr- promotion that showtime had put on mm. it, for for me um it, it's a it's a good question um I got to think it depends on your criteria, like everything. It, it's yeah. sort of like, what, what are your standards? When you, when you say fight of the year, you know, which wasn't your question, I know, um, <laughs> but it all depends on what, what are your standards? You know, is it just in the ring? Is it, what does it mean to the sport? Is it, you know, the, the whole thing when we're talking you, your question specifically was, you know, the best promotion of the year. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's gotta be uh, Davis Garcia mm-hmm. because I mean, to me, that because you can't have the kind of results that we had, you know, that kind of gate, that kind of, you know, uh, 1.2 million buys, that kind of surprise performance, if it's not a great promotion. So to me, you know, the sort of the result speaks for itself. You know, you don't get that kind of an event. You don't get that kind of excitement. You don't get that kind of star power in the arena on fight night without seeing, you know, without having a good promotion. And, and that's what it was on fight night. I mean, the two nights that, that stuck out, obviously, um, the two that you mentioned, Davis Garcia, Spence Crawford, um, were the closest thing in the arena to the Mayweather fight nights mm-hmm. yeah. in terms of star, star yeah. power. You were there, yeah. you know, but it seems like that some of the Mayweather fights, you know, there were more celebrities on the floor than regular people. Yeah. And <laughs> that's what it, what it felt like, yeah. you know, at Spence Crawford and at Davis Garcia, both yeah. of them. Yeah, you got anything else? The other interesting thing about that is is that, which speaks to the point Stephen made, you know, we all knew that the world wanted Spence Crawford. They've been Mm -hmm. talking about it for years. Mm -hmm. We all knew everybody was excited for it. But, and Stephen, you can correct me if you think I'm wrong, the Garcia-Davis fight kind of organically grew as a fight in a relatively short period of time into this oh, yeah. amazing right. thing. And so the promotion for it was kind of the, you know, you can make the case that it was the, the biggest promotion because it just kind of came about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's, a, that's a really good point. It's one of those that, um, that got done precisely at the right time. Yeah. You know, we started talking about it in the fall and within, <laughs> you know, six to eight months, there it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen. Go ahead. You got anything else for? Um, hey, I, you, I know you didn't hang the boxing shoes up, right? <laughs> you you're talking to me? Or yeah, yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. <laughs> uh, look, uh, you, know, uh, you got to answer. Fleet the fifth. You're a lawyer. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> um, you know, it hasn't been a. a I haven't made a firm decision. Still, okay. you know, this is still all very new. Um, and. Uh, you're still evaluating options, but you know, look, um, you, you guys, you guys know it, you know, having now worked in the boxing business, you know, um, not that you weren't always in the, in the boxing business, Sean, but now you're on the business end as opposed to the fighter end. Sure. Once you sort of get bitten by the bug, it, it's hard to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know, nothing else I could, 
you know, go on to work in NFL or NBA or another sport, nothing's going to quite match, you know, what this is. And it's a combination of crazy and chaotic and hmm. passionate and, uh, you know, and unexpected and unpredictable. You know, it's all these things that frustrate us as fans, but at the same time, make it so interesting and never boring and rewarding when it does come together and when the pieces do fit. So, you know, once you're in this atmosphere and you get a taste of the adrenaline, um, you know, I've been fortunate to be at a lot of uh, a lot of uh, sporting events, as has Al. And, mm -hmm. you know, for my money, there's just mm -hmm. there's just nothing like the excitement, the energy, the adrenaline of, of, a, of a big boxing match on fight night. There's just nothing to it. Not a Super Bowl, not NBA finals, nothing else matches it. I got I got a feeling that means that we'll see you at some fights, <laughs> even if you aren't. Oh, you'll definitely see the yeah. fights. So you'll definitely see me. You're not you're not getting rid of me that easily. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. But, but I think there's a there's a good chance you'll see me around as well. Perfect. Well, the other point about that is you raise an interesting the thing about Stephen, and it was true the first moment you know he came on the Showtime scene, and of course everybody's aware of his work before that with the different clients. At the end of the day, and I'm sure he would agree with this, the one thing that distinguishes him from almost any other uh, TV executive that might be, be involved in boxing, and not to say many of the others aren't, but he is a true boxing fan, right? I mean, so th at the end of the day, he really likes boxing. And, and, and I think that's, that, was, that passion kind of came through in the whole everything we did, you know, so, you know, he'll, you, I know you're going to be at yeah. boxing matches for the rest of your life, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was, you know, I, I was before I started working at it and, you know, that's not, that's not going to change. So, yeah. um, look, you know, people don't, you know, people don't sometimes realize, you know, those of us who work in the business, um, you know, when big fights don't happen, we're as frustrated as any, yeah. and, and any of us are, um, you know, we're not sitting back and, you know, feeling, you know, any different than the fans are. And, and even as an executive, you know, feeling, you know, that at least sometimes I have some influence over some of these things happening. It's probably even more frustrating than a fan because mm -hmm. it, it's sort of like, yeah, it was partially on my shoulders and sometimes mm -hmm. it didn't get done. And, you know, and that's frustrating. It does, you know, it keeps me awake at night. Or it has in the past. Wow. All right, well, Mr. Espinosa, we're going to let you go this time around. Um, we look forward to seeing you at the fights, and we look forward to having you back on the podcast soon. Absolutely, gentlemen. Uh, I appreciate it, and happy holidays, and uh, we'll see you soon. Yes, Sooner sir. than you probably expect. Happy uh, holidays. Okay, take okay, care, take care. Yeah. <laughs> he bought her Amazon. And then the smile as, as, he, as, he, as he leaves. We dig right. it. We dig it. Steve is crazy. I um I I don't know if you've ever watched the podcast. No matter if you haven't, I have seen your podcast. Perfect. So. Well, then you know that we just be kicking it. We we have. I know fun. you guys are very very. Uh, you have a very um, casual approach, yeah. but a yes. fun approach. Yes, which is good. So we kind of bounce around. Obviously, we have notes now. I, uh, you know, I see that. <laughs> I'm impressed. What can I tell you? Hey, don't tell them what's going on behind the scenes. I want to feel like we're getting better. <laughs> you already give it up. No, but that's but that's a plus. Oh, okay, that's, okay. No, I think that's a strength. It shows that you guys are focused. Okay, but can still be extemporaneous and casual about it because so i want a, you it's a positive don't focus on that because that's gonna try to that drive right us out the window. but it's gonna right. yeah it's gonna go where it's gonna go yeah where so, it's gonna go um right. uh 
all that being said, I did want. So I, I just want. I want to. I want to have you back. And I know that again, you're here, so it's no problem. Yeah. But I want to talk to you about. We want to talk about the fight week and everything that sure. happened this week. Um, uh, anyway, uh, massive performance oh. against the Palace. Yeah. Tell, tell us what you thought about that fight. Well, fascinating. You know, and Topalis came to fight, didn't he? he? Yes. He didn't come to just show up to I try and... Told everybody that. Make a payday, right? Yeah. And, and you're correct. You know, it, in a way, is a special person, right? Mm-hmm. A special fighter. He's amazing. And um, uh, I think the fact that he Topalis came to fight and made it as good a fight as he can make it created more excitement. Mm-hmm. And the, the other fun, the, the other thing is, we could forget how Inoue has stepped up in weight, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he's coming up pretty high mm-hmm. for a guy where he started. Mm-hmm. So here he is, a favorite in the fight. Everybody assumes he's going to win. Topolis is a, certainly a good fighter in that weight division. Wasn't the biggest name, but he did get himself a title and won in an upset. So it's easy for us to forget that Inoue has come so far up in weight. But the fact that he can be dominant in a win, even though, as we said, Topalis had a few good moments, is extraordinary uh, to say about Inouye. Because this guy is, he could be a, a generational fighter when you think yeah. about it for the smaller weight class. Yeah. Yeah, that run that Inouye's on is like, what is the ultimate goal? Because he's fighting, the last two fights, the guys came to fight. Uh, what we got? Q boy, uh, pretty boy. Well, Fulton, yeah, Fulton. Fulton he came to yeah. fight. Yeah. The guys are starting to come to fight because I've seen a lot of guys get in the ring. And they they knew it was over. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. People, I mean, he he dominated uh, Fulton though, yeah, in a way yeah, that nobody yeah. thought he was going to. Let's be Didn't honest. That, that looked like a 50-50 fight, right? Yeah. It looked like a fight that that like when that fight was coming up, you know, people say, "Oh, what's your prediction?" I'm like, "Well, I don't know, honestly." You know, uh, I knew that in a way was a bigger puncher at lower weight classes. Uh-huh. Fulton's not a monstrous puncher at mm-hmm. 122, but would how would that play out? But he just completely dominated the fight. And that's know? what I'm saying. Going into fights, that was, we, on paper, we thought it was 50-50. When that's over, what, 80-20? Yeah. He dominated the fight. Oh, 100%. What's, yeah. what's the goal for this guy? I would say right now we have three, and I want to stay on anyway, but I okay. feel like we have three generational fighters yeah. right now. Name them. I think right now the generational fighters that we have that are just well anyway you in your you in your way because you in his way <laughs> yeah it ain't happening yeah, with exactly them. yeah at 122 126 that's gonna be, I don't know if people are gonna be at 122 I think I'm not one, sure anybody's gonna be not at 122 you in the way at 126. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, way. I, yeah. 130 is 130. So now we get to 130. He's gone up so high. Sure. That there might be somebody. But like, for instance, I look at maybe, at, uh, you know, we get to 126, guys like Brandon Figueroa are very good fighters. Yeah. But hey, look what he just did to Fulton. Mm-hmm. And and Fulton and Figueroa were evenly matched, yeah. perfectly yeah. evenly matched. Yeah. So, you know, you You look it. at him at 30 years old and, he, and, he, and he's fighting at 122. He's probably right where he That's probably could the limit. be. As a man, yeah. but yeah, no telling how much weight he's losing to get to one twenty six. That's right. Yeah. So he could be losing. He could be fighting in that one twenty six yeah. and now growing into one twenty six. Yeah. So you saying I, he could be even stronger? Absolutely, could be. Yeah. I mean, everybody, everybody's different. Yeah. Everybody, you know, yeah. they have their strength and conditioning programs. I mean, the, the so on and so forth. Sixty-four thousand dollar question is, what's the top? Right? What's the limit yeah. for him? Where, sure. Where does he go to that he? You know, but certainly you can you can look at him and say 126 is probably 
okay for him, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. we start to get to 130, maybe ask questions. Yeah. But then again, uh, you know, at 130 now, in the, the way the division is, is fixed, there aren't a ton of monstrous punchers there. There's some very good fighters. Really good fighters, really good boxers. There aren't... And bigger guys. And bigger guys, yeah. right. I mean, they're very good, yeah. certainly. And and what is too big for him? There are some sure. good fighters at 130, sure. there's no question. And it would be interesting to see him against some of them. So when you talk about a generational fighter, yeah. from my perspective, uh, you know what? Give me your perspective of what a generational, what you consider I a generational. I think it's somebody that we look at them and they've accomplished something so remarkable yeah. that you say at the when you get two-thirds of the way into their career like we are with him, you're like, yeah. Oh my, we're going to look back at this and yeah. say, how did this guy did it? Do it, right? That's kind of what generational is for me because you, you're like, oh my, you know, it, it, truly extraordinary. And he's definitely, he's definitely one of them. And that, that's the way I look at it. You know, yeah. you, you say, this was an extraordinary thing that he did, and he did it in a bunch of different ways. And for me, I go into the X's and O's perspective yeah. of it. Well, how good are I, they, in fact, in the ring? Yeah. And I say what makes you a generational fighter yes. is when you can just figure it out against whoever it is the, in front Good of you. point. That's the second part of it. Yes, yep. I agree. When you and can that just is often what leads to the accomplishments. Right? Yeah. <laughs> of course. What, so yeah. I just think that he's, he's a generational yeah. fighter. There's, there's not very many who's going to be able to stand in his way That's right. and, and, and be able to stand up to yep. what NUA has. Who's the two others? Um, the two others, from my personal perspective, yeah. right now, Tank Davis. Yeah, I think that he can box better than most people mm -hmm. remember or realize because yeah. he has really just kind of moved away from the, the, right. the orthodox speed and, and movement that he has used over the years and has become more of a, I'm going to wait on that great blow. Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw it when the yeah. time is right. He's still got that eye, you know? Yeah. The other, I, I, I think um, Shakur could be moving into becoming mm -hmm. a generational mm -hmm. fighter. They have to fight. Yeah. And, well, then we'll, the and then we'll find out, you right. know, if either of them truly were a generational fighter right. or was it just the opposition. But right now, from my, from mm. where I'm looking at Just Chance when you look at them in the ring, you say that could be... Yeah, and they're a perfect yeah. example, don't you think, of we're, for us to be able to look back and say that we're going to have to have... A, now, Stevenson is younger or yeah. is, you know, and, and his... Uh, not as far along in his career sure. as Davis is, but sure. Davis certainly has years left on you sure. know his prime. Sure. But can they get the number of important fights that are necessary to be called generational? Mm. That's the issue. Mm. Um, I'm sure they both want to. Mm. It's just a question of making that happen. So you, and fighting each other, of course, would go a long way to it. I was going to ask, you think the belts and the number of wins and, of course, the opposition that also defines you defines you being a generational I fighter. think so don't yeah. you think because if you don't have those points to fight to point to it's like in a way it's a perfect example while not all of his opponents have been to all American fans like the most famous people they were all really really good yes. I mean really that he <laughs> yes. fought every good person in every weight class that he could fight yes. and some were great right yeah, yeah. and so that's the that's the thing. I think you need to have that if you're going to be thought of that way. So day of reckoning. Um, I got one more thing for England. Okay, go ahead. Because I was watching him box, and, mm -hmm. and people have been talking about him for so long, yeah. and I just haven't really had their opportunities. Yeah. I'm really not one to just sit down and watch. Yeah, every fight that is I'm, there. Yeah. Well, beyond that, if I missed it. I'm not one to go to back go to YouTube. Go back, yeah, and find it. I'm and a lot of his fights are like that yeah, because they're yeah. not as available Two, to us. Two, three in the morning. 
So running into Marlon Tapales, yeah, I was also a little emotionally connected to that fight. Yes, emotionally connected to anyway because I just had I've right. never seen him. Yeah. So I finally took time to watch him, and I'm like, his style is very. There's I can see the gift that he has mm-hmm. with his style, that yeah. that timing, that rhythm, the cadence that he has in his mind to pick up his fighters' rhythm and yeah. their timing and just offset it. And that when you said a generational fighter, I was already thinking that because mm-hmm. I was watching him and I was like, nobody else does this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And you combine that with the power aspect because yeah. he is so powerful yeah. and seems to carry all his power yeah. up in every yeah. every weight class yeah. but i agree uh i mean really he is when you look at him and you know you go back to these these fights like the fulton fight uh the donaire fights nonito donaire who i know you admire as i do sure. came up with the first fight against in a way you can make the case that for all the great things that Nonito Donaire has done in his career, even at an earlier stage when he was totally in his prime, yeah. that one night might be his greatest achievement even in losing <laughs> because he was facing this monster, yeah. monster. at an advanced age yeah. Yeah. and came up with the most astonishing performance and the gutsiest performance ever. Mm-hmm. And, and then so, made, which made some people think, Oh, if this guy that's older and not right at his prime could even hang in there within a way, is that a mark against him? Well, it turned out it really wasn't because Donaire still had good fights after yeah. that. And yeah. then he lost in a way. Yeah. But, you know, so it, those the fights that he has are, are remarkable. Yeah. And you're right about that. People that that wonder about skill level because somebody scores knockouts all the time, this is a very skilled fighter. Very skillful fighter. Yeah. Very skillful. I mean, this this fight took ten rounds, and for ten rounds, I mean, he just yeah. he's not missing the mark. And I, no. I, I just I always say it's hard to be one hundred percent. And you know, he just he shoots as close to one hundred percent as you can. He's go. really close. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. There's really almost close. nothing that you could look at and say, "Wow, uh, you know, uh, what is he? Is he even in even in these fights? Like the No Air fight was one of the few, and of course he won it, you know, by a fair amount. But the few where there was even question and danger, you know. So yeah. he's just it's going to be interesting to see, you know, who he fights next. He's going to fight Lewis Neri probably now Let's in a, a mandatory. Neri's a good fighter, mm-hmm. but. You know, do we really think Lewis Neary is going to beat him? And Neary was in just in a great fight. He's a really good fighter. Figueroa knocked him out, though. I, I just hard to imagine, mm-hmm. uh, you know, him beating in a way. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you keep bringing up the name. I want to see the Figueroa fight. That's two classes. I think that up. would be a fun yeah. fight. I think that's a, Styles makes fights. Styles make fights, and that would be great. The question is going to be. Uh, Figueroa will not back down, right? Brandon Figueroa will not back how down. How much can he take? Will he be able to? Will really find out about Inoue's power because Figueroa has a great chin, mm-hmm. uh, and the swarming style of Figueroa could give Inoue some problems. I'd love to see that fight. Sure. I, yeah. Again, Inoue would be the favorite in it, yeah. probably mm-hmm. even at one twenty-six. But be it'd be a good fight at one thirty because he's moved up to one thirty. Oh, he moved right? up to one thirty. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. could happen. Um, it that's could a, maybe. Yeah. We'll, we'll move on to day of reckoning. Hmm. All right, let's do it. There was a lot of weight in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. Come uh, on, man. You used that joke already. Come on. Move past Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> Fight started early. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of, oh, I was yeah. like, I woke up saying, oh, man, eating a bowl of cereal. The fight's already on. 
Uh, I don't even know who you want to start with. I, I was, I was, I was big on the Dubai Big Baby fight. Uh, that was a really good boxing match. Great performance by Daniel. Um, I know somebody. Let me shout him out real quick. Okay. Modern, Modern King Boxing. Mm-hmm. He said something, and he because I I was like, oh, you must know I got something to say. He said, what did he say? He said, fifteens. Uh, he said something like always keeping it real or something like that. Cause and and not shying away from the truth, something like I got a lot to say. Okay, go. You what about Dubai? What? About 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 the whole day? About Big Baby? What I can't even call him Big Baby no more. Man, <laughs> I, I, I was like a big ass baby. That's what he is. <laughs> He's very this. What do you say? Jarrell, big ass baby Miller. You guys been around the sport? Obviously, you've been in the ring. I don't know if you boxed before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, yeah, we all did. Yeah, yeah, we all did. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. I feel like he really disrespect the sport of boxing. Yeah. In his yeah. last five years, he's been very disrespectful to the sport. Yeah. And when you disrespect the sport, the sport gets his payback. Something else I wanted to say about anyway, you can tell how disciplined he is mm-hmm. as an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you obviously you see the discipline in the moment of 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 how he performs, but I can tell based on the way his body always looks, based on the way he always throws his punches, and mm-hmm. I've seen the highlights and all these other yeah. kinds of things. You can tell he's a very disciplined fighter, and that's one thing that I hope that he can come over here to the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope that he'll come over here and translate. I think that he translates yeah. a lot like Manny Pacquiao was able to do. Yeah. And I think one thing that yeah. hopefully should translate to other fighters is the discipline that he carries yeah. as an athlete, as a professional this, this athlete. This would be kind of not similar to Big Baby Miller. Big Baby Miller, the, <laughs> to, to, the complete yeah. polar opposite. What you got to say about Big Baby? I just... He was undefeated going into the fight. I was telling this to, to Malcolm. Shout out to my boy, Ma. I know he watching the show. And I always tell him, I said, Ma, I, like, I, I love having my show with you before I actually go do it. So we talking about the fights. And I said, I've always liked Big Baby because of he was just a talker. And it was fun to watch and yeah. things like that. I said, but I, the one thing I, always, I did not like about him was I always felt like he talked too much. Mm. And this is what I told my friend. I said... People who talk too much, you can tell they ain't got it. Mm. And you could just tell all this talking that he did before the fight. And then when he got in the ring, this mean mug scowl that he got just looking at the boy, he doing (laughs) the best he could to intimidate the man. And it's like, yo, you you mean mug this guy more than you did punch him. Yeah, yeah. You it was more energy in this mean mug yeah. than it was That's in true. your exertion of energy yeah. to true. fight and win this match yeah. and do everything you said you was gonna do, make mm-hmm. him stop, so on and so forth. And that's why before the fight started, I said, All right, you talked a whole lot. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do? And I was challenging him, but even though in my mind I already know he wasn't gonna perform. There's some guys out there. It's cool with talking, but some people talk too much. You say that, Sean. I was you know, I like the talking, and then you know what, and it clicked to me when I was like, I'm over it. The the pre fight push. I'm like, yeah. What's the need? You don't yeah. need just fight, man. Yeah. We know that's that's we knew. I knew that you was gonna push me. If I'm up there, I know you're gonna push me. All right, he's about to push me soon. This is just what big baby do. Don't you expect a push from him? Let's go. Like, come on, man. But the this sport of boxing, if you want to take it serious, you gotta be disciplined. You can't yeah. be coming in three three plus, man. Just yeah. fight after fight. It don't even look like he lose weight. Just 
I I don't really like to. Uh, I try not to bring up what commentators say because okay. I just don't. I try not to disrespect them or whatever the case may be. But the first round, they said Daniel Dubois. This is a this is a lot of uh, nervous energy coming from him. I'm like this is not nervous energy. Yeah. If he don't yeah. move, Jarrell's gonna be right on top of him. He this he's moving. He's doing what he has to do. And after a number of rounds go by of him doing what he has to do, yeah. and then it, then then it's right. like it's apparent. Hey, not only did Big Baby not come in here prepared to box this man and do what it took, he just prepared to try to walk him down and wear him out. Oh, that was the game plan. That had to okay. be the game plan. I don't know if there was a true game plan, but it looked like allowing him to to waste energy or whatever the case may be. But salute to 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 double what is it, triple D salute to triple, <laughs> triple D, D. Yeah, I like because. It. Yeah. That man came ready to fight. He did. Fought himself out of a reputation. Of yeah. quitting. Of quitting. Well, and here's the thing. He fought well against Usyk. Yeah. You know, yes, he ended up losing. And some people criticized yeah. him not continuing on. But the and he fought, he fought well in the other fight he lost, mm -hmm. right? You know, he got or the injury, couldn't continue. So that's the thing about. This young man, he's a good fighter, yeah. right? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. I mean, he is a good fighter. So yeah. you're right. He fought himself past the issues that people were were talking about and and showed himself to be, you know, willing to 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 do enough to get that done. And I agree with you about the movement. Of course he needs to move more. Yeah. Of course he needs some show angles. Yeah. Um, and how do you describe it as here's that's the part with me. <laughs> And this is, you know, been commentating for eight million years and, and or, or so. And the only time, I, and again, I'm like you. I don't. I try not to to talk about what other commentators do because it's, you know, I'm sure people out there that listen to me and they want to throw something at the TV, right? But I've heard things about Albert. Yeah, <laughs> some few people know. Although I'm not that kind. I always look at people. I say, you don't like Al. Yeah, something. Out. Hey, <laughs> you know what? Nobody, nobody make them all happy. Nobody's liked by everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is that what what bothers me is when commentators, even fighters who are you know, like you said, I buy some millions. I'm the brother pro fighter, but even champions, you know, that are doing commentary, when they jump right into a guy's head before they've even seen a sample size of something. And they're already thinking what that guy's. I I take issue with that because this is way early in the game to to decide. You already know exactly mm -hmm. what is what's going on in his brain and how why this is happening. I just I, you know, and I don't think you need that much opinion that quickly. But that's just my feeling. Um, yeah, you're right. I don't think it, it needs you to know, happen. That let it play but out. None, but see. nonetheless, uh, yeah. Triple D. He, he fought yeah, he fantastic. fought well. Um, showed himself to be everything yeah. that people had. It's Good fighter. The complete opposite of what everybody's yeah. been saying that he is. And so um, I think he moves on. I think he looks good moving on. And, yeah. you know, I think he, he showed himself to be a, still be a contender right there. Here's the thing. Anyway. There's nobody in the heavyweight division you wouldn't imagine him fighting. Yeah. And having, and be able to create a good fight, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Probably, yeah. you know? Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to cut to a word from our, our partners. Um, DraftKings after that we'll come back and uh, we'll do our sponsor segment and did you ever have hoop dreams 
Oh, yeah, man. I always thought I could go for 30. No, you didn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you used to hoop, too. I used to hoop. I watched you hoop, too, and I don't think going for 30 was something he could do. But we got something that you can do. We teamed up with DraftKings. Yeah. And we have an exclusive offer for new customers. When new customers, when they sign up with yes. DraftKings. Bet $5, yeah. get 150 back in bonus bets. Right. So new customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and our promo code. TPWP. Great. You did your job. Enter our promo code TPWP. You bet $5, you get 150 back in bonus bets. Instantly. That boy bad right there. If you already signed up for DraftKings like me, you can get a no sweat bet. Get a bonus bet back if your same game parlay or SGPX bet doesn't hit. Max reward limits apply. I know most of y'all are fans of multiple teams and you want to bet them all. That's fine. Combine multiple bets together for a shot at an even bigger payout. If sports betting is not yet available in your state, not to worry. You can still join in on all the fun with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports. Happy holidays. Happy NBA season. We want to thank DraftKings for sponsoring this episode. There it is. So, like we just said, we got DraftKings um, partnering with us right now. We're gonna do the sponsor segment real quick. We're gonna talk some NBA today. The NBA. We're gonna talk. We're gonna take it back to your hometown. Come on now. Talk to yeah. me about it. What, what's my hometown? All right, Cleveland. All right. Ohio. Y'all know I'm from Cleveland. Cleveland, y'all know I'm from And Africa. you down here so much, so we're going to bring up your third hometown. <laughs> Dallas, Dallas, Texas. They got, on, you yeah, they got the Mavericks this weekend. They got the Mavericks this weekend. It's going to be a... And gonna, that's going to take a deep they, breath. They, they got them yeah. tomorrow in Dallas. Yeah. They're uh, the underdogs, so they're plus four. Luca just dropped 50 last night. Yeah. Uh, Think he tired? Nah. You know, let's, Cleveland, let's, let's we, we hope he's tired. Okay, Donovan Mitchell, hope you're tired. <laughs> we, we hope he's tired. Uh, uh, basically rolling around the same record in the NBA right now. It's, this, yeah, is, it's, this is a tough game. It, it, it's an extremely tough game. The, for your the, team. The Cavs, yes. Extremely <laughs> tough team for the Cavaliers. We're injured everywhere. Oh. Guards, centers, backups. I mean, we are injured. No excuses. Okay. But... When you, when, Sounds like excuses. <laughs> but when it when we're going down into Dallas, man, we're taking on um, Luca. Luca put, putting up fifty last night. Kyrie, you know, it's, yeah, it's it's that's a tough feat for the for the Cavaliers. Um, you 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 bet you don't bet the underdog on this one. Okay, you, you know you just you. I hate to say it, but you, you, you take, take Dallas. You take you take Dallas. And you put up all the money you got to put up to win something with Dallas winning because mm. I just there's no way I. I I love my Cle- I love okay. Cleveland. I okay. love the Cavs. Okay. I just don't see them pulling this one off. Okay. And Donovan then, Mitchell can't do it alone. Simple okay. as that. And when you're a betting man, you can't bet with your heart. You can't bet with your heart. I've I've had to learn that the hard way. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have too. You got push-ups you need to be doing at some point on the show. Uh-oh. Uh, shout, uh, shout out to DraftKings for sponsoring this segment <laughs> of the podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> and let's get back to it. Um uh, Dan so it sounds like somebody owes some owes a, for a bet they lost. Yeah, Come on, know. Al, what you doing? What you doing, Al? Uh, <laughs> I'm killing it. Let's it's talk about the co-main event. Before we, I just want to make sure we do this correctly with DraftKings. Uh, you, you guys got the promo oh, yeah. code, all the good stuff. Make sure you go to DraftKings, download the this, this sportsbook app, and our promo code, and do your thug thizzle. It's games tomorrow night. It's games all week. Games all weekend. Enjoy the games and and try to make you a little bit of money. And enter that promo code TPWP. And now we want to thank DraftKings for sponsoring this episode. This segment this, of the podcast. Yeah. We good. Um, so Co-Man. let's get back to it. Yeah. Uh, Sean, we doing end of the hold year. Hold on, hold on. Not Co-Man. 
we got we go because we got to respect uh, uh, Bebo. Um, Bebo, yeah, yeah, Dimitri Bebo. Mm. Um, Matt, uh, give me your thoughts on on Dimitri. Okay, I I think Dimitri Bebo is terrific. Mm-hmm. I I that fight, perfect example was uh, of that fight. This idea that he needed to do something more than what he did to still prove to us he's a really good fighter. Yeah. I thought he performed very well. Yeah. Uh, he didn't get a knockout, but he's not a knockout puncher. Mm-hmm. It's not what he does. Mm-hmm. He, he's, not, he's an active fighter, so he, create, he throws combinations. Yeah. He certainly showed enough power to make Canelo, who was tired as well in that <laughs> fight, back <laughs> off. But um, I think Dimitri Bivol is, and I'd be curious to hear your opinion, to me, he is a complete fighter. Complete fighter. As complete fighter as they come. Uh, that's what I think. Perfect word. Yeah, yes, I mean, sir. As complete of a fighter yeah. as they come. I just I mean, think that he does. I don't know what you, know, you would criticize about him. I, you know, I. Don't. It's 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 weird because it's like um, there's really nothing you can say that he does wrong. I don't there's think really he's boring. You can is say he boring. It's not, not that he's boring, but there's, there's people a, want people want more, Al. I guess there's a do, flavor, huh? there's a flavor yeah, that he needs yeah. thrown on him. Yeah. Okay, you know that's a good word though. Yeah, a flavor. That's even though that's you can't define that. Yeah, right? maybe that's what people want from him somehow. We all like plain. We all like barbecue. We all like yeah, spicy. Yeah, he has all that, but, but like yeah. Tank Davis will throw you some harbinara. Right. That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, right. there's another right. spice yeah. of flavor no, that he uh, That's needs. a good point. And he's not a, a, a dynamic personality. Yeah. He's a guy that, you know, you, you, you like what he does in the ring. He's not running around not punching. He's yeah. not doing any of that stuff. No. But, yes. So, so here's what would do it for him, right? If occasionally... Mm-hmm. He stopped a couple, one or two of these people. Occasionally. Yeah, they, no, just, that would you be all. That. You but you said occasionally, like he's fighting five, six times a year. Well, Obviously, no way his situation. No, but, but I mean, he's yeah. had a string of about five or six or seven. Uh, a lot of his fights have gone to decision. Yeah. I'm just saying if maybe two of those six, yeah. I'm just, I'm, for me, it's not a problem. But I'm saying maybe for the people that That's how you keep the casuals. Pardon? That's how the to casual. To the casual, yeah. yeah. To the casual, you maybe sprink- they need to salt. see him. A sprinkle, yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that would be the flavor you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be the flavor. I don't know, but I don't, I don't mind it. it. This is, and yeah, by I the way, it. I think if he fights Artur Beterbiev, we're not going to care because, first of all, Beterbiev is going to make him... He engages anyway. Sure. We might see... Now, this is going to sound crazy. We might see that knockout in that fight because better be, maybe even from him, because better Biev is going to walk into a Bavol punch. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, I'm not mm-hmm. saying Bavol is going to knock him out. I'm not predicting that, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying, you know, maybe that's what it takes with somebody in in that weight class with Bavol. But I like Bavol. And you know, Al, we we what we said we need a little spice because mm-hmm. he don't get knockouts. We talking to a guy that didn't get knockouts but always had spice on his fights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's oh a, yeah, yeah, you like well, that's, right. that's a valid. That, it I was like I know, <laughs> but I'm just saying it didn't get knockouts. But you're like, I want right. to see Sean Porter fight. Well, and because they were always interesting, engaging fights. Yeah. You, you, you know, you brought that work ethic of every second of every round, yeah. right? And so, and that's why I, you know, it, that's probably the perfect example. You yeah. Sean's example. It's the perfect example. You can have that if you don't get knockouts. Um, it's just a question of, 
how people perceive you, I guess, right? I think the opposition as well. I was opposite. Was, yes, and, good point. And Very then we'll move point. forward. Um, I was right. talking to, to my barber point. earlier, yeah. and he said later on in my career, I showed that I could box and I could move, mm -hmm. and I wasn't just as bulldozer mm -hmm. coming forward. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, do you remember my fight with Adrian Granados? He said, yeah, I saw mm -hmm. that fight. I said, I moved and I boxed in that fight too. But sometimes it takes They the didn't death. know Adrian Granado. And, exactly. and they didn't know he was a good fighter. Exactly. Yeah. He knew he was a good fighter. Exactly. I knew he was a good fighter. Yeah. You know, but he but he, you know, he wasn't because of bad breaks and other things, people didn't really know that about him. Yeah. So yeah, so they didn't give you as much credit for it. Do you think last thing on Bevo, and then we can move forward, do you think a fight between Bevo and um and uh Benavidez would be a that would be a uh, oh, Benavides? Yes. Oh, that's Benavides. it. Yeah, that's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. No, we don't. We like no, it. I'm there for that. I'm there for that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wanted to check to make sure we were we liked whether we liked it or not. I have a question. What oh. did you make of? I think it was in the eighth round when it looked. It appeared that Bevol had been hurt by a body shot. I didn't think he got hurt. I just thought that it was. And even if he did get hurt, you know, the recovery at yeah. that point, because I did see it. It looked like you know, but I was like. Mm. He's moving. He's yeah, still fighting. Right. He's fine, you know. But I just thought that it was something that was said that may have, you know, alerted us to something that was not real. That that's yeah. what, how I felt about it. Okay. Yeah. So, nonetheless, no, I, love, I, I love Benavides and Bavol. Yeah. I mean, I want to see better Bev and him fight mm -hmm. because that's the fight we want. Yeah, we want to see. Yeah. However, it would be, uh, it would be fun to see. Or what, what did I say? One sixty-eight. I'm at one seventy-five. I'm sorry. That's yeah. my my yeah. bad. Yeah. But. But when Benavides gets up to 175, which he could certainly, even in his, I mean, he could fight at 175 yeah, anytime yeah, he wants. Yeah. He's got the body for it. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be the winner of the better BF Vivol fight, depending on which one it is. You would love to see them fight mm -hmm. uh, Benavides. Mm -hmm. You know, before that, wouldn't it be kind of nice to see Benavides fight Canelo? I mean, really. Yeah, have we not yeah, yeah. have we not got to the point where I think where, that's the next one we beg. Yeah, for. I mean, wouldn't that be nice to finally get that <laughs> yeah. that happening? But but you're right, Bavol and Benavides would be great. Yeah. Um, Come, which which ended up mm. uh needing to wow. be uh uh well I can't disrespect Joseph Parker, but um No, nah, we, yeah. we disrespect Joseph Parker last weekend. And I apologize. <laughs> and I'm the, I'm the first one to apologize when I was wrong. Uh, one time. I apologize because he started saying stuff and he got my, my oh, energy. Yeah, going. So I apologize. And so I jumped on what oh, he was yeah, saying. Yeah, was, he dragged him in. Huh? Yeah, we, uh, you know, it's Deontay Wilder. Even when it's over, it's not over. I'm like, Deontay, I'm like, this 12 round, I know you're going to get him out of there, D. Come on, D. I know. Come on. Here we go. I just, it's just Deontay yeah. Wilder, but. It's just, man, I feel like, you know, Malik Scott doing a hell of a job. Uh, but at the end of the day, Deontay Wilder's a killer. Yeah. Let that killer go. Yeah. Let that pit bull off the chain and go up there and do his work. Yeah. Uh, a lot of boxing. I never seen Deontay. A lot of move. movement, huh? A lot of extra movement yeah. that I felt wasn't needed. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I felt wasn't needed. Yeah. Uh, got caught one time, didn't say it was up to his mom in the front row, and then No, he didn't. Yeah, I didn't he got see caught that. one time. I wasn't so I wasn't sure if it was just, he was hurt. But he he like nah. You nah. didn't see when he he got hurt and he put his he looked he got hit no and it looked out the ring Sean yeah. and then the, Joseph Parker continued to uh, go in. <laughs> I'm like D, what you doing, man? No, what you do? Yeah, I missed that. Oh, you didn't see when he got hurt? Yeah. No, I didn't see when he reached out the ring and he just pointed. He uh, looked and pointed, and then mm. Joshua Josh seen that opening and just went to work. Mm. Mm. 
your thoughts? Yeah, you know, uh, Joseph Parker is a good fighter. He's yeah. not a great fighter, but yeah. he's a good fighter. Yeah. And and I he was um good. you know, the 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 problem is that Deontay Wilder, we've seen before him lose a number of rounds in a fight, but always it always happens, yeah. right? That you're yeah. And you he ain't Luis that. Ortiz, and he Luis ain't. And so we just kind of. So I, I was, I was saying, hey, no. Right. <laughs> Ninth round, I got nervous. Right. That's yeah. when I started getting nervous. Well, we got nervous because of the way he was fighting. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't setting down on his punches. Correct. He was. He was moving so much that there was never a moment where he was acting. And he did land a couple of counter right hands that mm -hmm. were pretty good. Mm -hmm. But even those, he wasn't really set when he he landed them. So. We knew he wasn't in position so much to land, and he did land a couple of decent shots that Parker took. So you're right. Once you reach the point, the way he was fighting, you started to think, okay, is this going to happen? The eighth or ninth round, you know, you, you started to kind of start to feel that way because in so many fights before, he had, you know, lost rounds and then still gotten a knockout done. But in this instance, and by the way, I think Andy Lee's a really good trainer. And I think that helped uh, Joe Parker. You yeah. know, I think they 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 came up with you know a good way to try sure. to neutralize the right hand. Sure. And and plus Wilder just didn't throw it very often. Wilder didn't, didn't throw it. And so here's my thing. Yeah. I just thought that Wilder was coming to the ring with a jab. Mm -hmm. I thought he yes. was coming to the ring with a double jab and I the right agree. hand. I agree. I thought Wilder was coming to the, to the to the ring with a one and a two. I agree. And I thought he was gonna be throwing uh, it a yes. lot. Yeah. Based basics. on basics, Sean. Just just the basics. That's all you just need, the dude. Basics. Yeah. Yeah. He, and I thought uh, he was going to yeah. be doing that based on knowing Malik Scott, based on knowing right. how much yeah. Malik exactly. Scott drills. All the people. I mean, he's been with two trainers. God bless Mark Breland, who's also a good trainer, even though they had a bad parting. Mm -hmm. Jab, jab, right hand. That's what he didn't like. Yeah. That's what Malik Scott didn't like. Yeah. That's the guy they have. Yeah. You know, he does have a yeah. decent left hook and okay uppercut. But let's be honest, he's got height, reach, and the biggest right hand on the planet. So, yeah. Yep. What, 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 is he 38, 39? Yeah, 38. 38. 38. Yeah. It's easier to teach an a, a eight-year-old how to do a backflip than it is to teach a 38-year-old right. how to do a backflip. Yeah. And that's the bottom line here. Where, yeah. where I'm thinking, they they in the lab. They in the lab. I done bought into that. They down in Alabama. They in Cali. They working. They just working. And we I'm excited. They got here. myself yeah. all hyped up to see this man perform the way I thought he should have right. been performing years ago. Right. And we didn't get any of that because you can't teach a 38-year-old how to backflip. And that's think, the bottom line. You would think that for him, though, personally, beyond the jab in the right hand should be, like, wired to his brain, shouldn't it? Based on his body physique. Based on who he based is. Based on who he is. That's what it you go to. It would almost seem odd to me that that wouldn't be the <laughs> one thing that you would be doing all the time forever yeah. in your boxing career. You've been around boxing long yeah. enough. You've heard this terminology the jab hand being the uh, the jab arm being the broomstick exactly yeah yeah when you're that tall you got a broomstick and you got to use it and it's like and, you know we all know boxers who have terrific certain strengths whether it's joe frazier's left hook or again people's right hand or some people uh like Dick subrail matias he does lots of great things but boy when he throws that uppercut you know, he's monster, right? Yeah. So we all have these different things. And, you know, yeah, yeah. I think to myself, that's the thing that they want to do the most. It's like we all play. I mean, I played, you know, you play bad. You guys like basketball. Yeah. And and I remember playing years and years of basketball. And 
You find one thing that you can do, and man, you want to do it every single time. You find that 12-foot bank shot that you know you can't miss, you want to get there. Oh, you old school with the bank shot. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan, the big yeah, fucking here, Here's a, This one will tell you, right? David Dankins, the producer of uh, Showtime Boxing. Yes. We played basketball for years and years together, and he used to call me Chet Walker. Yeah. That was his thing. Very good. Remember Chet Walker? Ancient guy. Played for the Bulls. Uh-huh. All he would do is get to a spot, and he, he averaged 20 games, 20 points a game, get to that spot, bank shot from about 16 feet. Uh-huh. So. There you anyway, go. but the point <laughs> is, if you could do something really well, right, you want to do it. So it's odd that he doesn't. All credit to Joseph Parker, man. Yeah, he fought a really yeah. good fight. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, let's yeah. let's cover Joseph Parker, and then I'm going to go back yeah. to Wilder. I, I was impressed how he was able to get inside so much. Yeah. That, that was the one yes. thing. I was like, dang, D, keep him out there with the jab. Like... But he was able to get inside, and it was smart. Even when he was catching punches, mm-hmm. and I like I got so much faith in Deontay Wilder's right hand. I'm like, that don't mm-hmm. mean nothing. He about to get punched out through the gloves. Yeah, like it was nothing. <laughs> I, I never, never thought the fight was over. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe a good fight moving forward would be Joseph Parker, and, and I, I'm gonna keep calling him Triple D. Yeah, mm. that's a good fight. That's, that's a good fight. And I don't think forward. they've ever fought. Parker's fought most of the other heavyweights. Uh-huh. He's never fought the what? That'd uh-huh. be a great fight. Uh-huh. I'd love to see that. That's fight. your job. You do the matchmaking, but you there wasn't you ready, so I had, to, I had to it. do it for yeah, you. Yeah, I like that. That's I'll call I'll fight. call it both for your promoters. I didn't I didn't so here's the thing. I didn't think that Joseph Parker was done. I didn't think that he was no. like at the end of his career or anything like that. No. I just simply thought we de- it's Deontay Wilder. <laughs> That's the thing, Sean. It's Deontay Wilder, yeah. and he carries the the strongest right hand yeah. walking the planet Earth right now. But Joseph Parker showed that he is legit. Yeah. And, and we've seen and, Parker and, and, get hurt with straight right hands before yeah. against, uh, what's his name? I forgot the guy. Um, oh, uh, I Anthony just forgot Josh his name. Bro? He beat Dubois. Oh. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Jarrell Miller? No, no the, be too, the other older heavyweight who lost to Zhang, the the uh, oh, um, Zhang, yeah, um, <laughs> I forgot, I'm blanking. Joe Joyce, no, um, hey, well, uh, <laughs> that's terrible, right? Yeah, I'm having, a, I'm having know, a bad moment here. I guess we, neither of us, none of us, yeah, y'all know I don't watch boxing. So oh no, boxing. now you don't watch boxing. Yeah, yeah, that's watch crazy. Boxing, how you just took yourself yeah, out of it. So um, we all know who we're talking about, but yeah, he not he hurt uh, he hurt Parker uh, badly with the right hand. Yeah, we'll, we, we'll find him in a second. Listen, genuine hit me up after when the fight was ending, and we're just talking about the mm-hmm. fight, so on and so forth. And as the fight was ending, when the fight the bell rang. Deontay put his hand up in there. Yeah. And and G was like, so what do you think of that? Tell well, G, yeah, exactly. G <laughs> was like, yo, why he put his hand up? He got his hand. Yeah. I said, G, you don't, you don't know what we fighters know. Yeah. At the end of the night, we still get our check. Yeah. yeah. And at the end of the night, let's rewind back to last year when he fought on Fox. Mm-hmm. And he was telling us that he was planning on fighting five or six times, four yeah. to five times in, in the next year if he could. He's had one fight yeah. Yeah. in one year. He held out all this time yeah. to go to Dubai and get Dubai money. I'm not yeah. mad at it. Yeah, I'm no. just simply saying right. when the hand goes up That's at the end happened. of the night, we got to recognize that this man been out of the ring yeah. for over a year. So it was almost only so much we could expect from him anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, he got paid. Right. So at the end of the so day... So that's almost a sign that, guess what, I'm here. And even in his interview afterwards, there was almost, you got the feeling, you know, hey... If I move on, I move on. If I don't, I'm mm. okay with this. Mm. Uh, you know, you got the sense from him that um, 
He'd accomplished yet another, he'd gotten another little milestone by getting over there and getting mm -hmm. that, you know, what turned yeah. out to be a, yeah. a very big And payday. sometimes that's 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 goals for for, yeah. for fighters and for people in general. Yeah. Sure. I, a goal for me was to be able to fight in England. Didn't happen. But a goal yeah. for him was to fight in Dubai. I yeah. already know he that. To and yeah. to make the kind of change that he right. made going over. That's I have right. no clue how much he made. I just, I know. It was significant. It's Dubai. Yeah. So I know yeah. it was significant. Gotta be a significant yeah. amount of money. It's significant. Yeah. But yeah. Um, here's the thing. When the fight was over and somebody said to me, it's over, he ain't got it no more. I said, no, well, it's not that he don't have it no more. He kind of never really truly had it. Mm. It's just the smoke and mirrors. We saw him knocking out guys and we thought that, hey, he's a knockout artist. We saw him knock out Luis Ortiz being down on the cars right. twice. Yeah. And right. then, you know, we saw him floor Tyson Fury. Yeah. We just believe so much in that right hand. Yeah. Right. But when the right hand doesn't land, we yeah. see that you truly are not a great boxer. He is who he is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think... Anybody honestly, you know, and this I don't think this is being anti Deontay Wilder mm -hmm. or anything. He wasn't the most well-rounded boxer on the planet. Never was. He started late in so, boxing. Yeah. He started very late in the sport. And so it that wasn't gonna be his mm -hmm. his strength. Mm -hmm. It was but he had the power and that got him through. Give or take, if he's done, he had a Hall of Fame career. In some in some ways, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you got it. He had yeah. over ten defense yeah. of, of the world title. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you gotta yeah. say he's had a Hall of Fame career, yeah. and he did it off one hand. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> there you that, go. That's impressive to there me. You go. Well, people used to say that Joe Frazier did it off one hand with his left, left hook, hook. Yeah. which for the most part was true. Although he he had a real good jab coming in, and he did have, and, yeah. he, and he was a new, a more nuanced fighter than let's say even mm -hmm. Wilder. You know, mm -hmm. he had more. There was a lot. Yeah. I mean, people tend to denigrate. You know this very well. People denigrate fighters who are aggressive, come-forward fighters, as if that's not boxing. Uh-uh, it is, mm -hmm. because you're doing, you perfectly, for example, yeah. you're doing a lot of different things yeah. to get to that point. Yeah. You're doing a lot of different things once you get there. You know. I tell people all the time, if you didn't like the way I fought, I'm sorry. But it got me wins, and it kept me safe. My aggressive style actually kept me safe in the ring. Yes, and, and if they were, were going to watch carefully... They would see you throwing left hooks the way you're supposed to throw a left hook. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe yeah. it wasn't from way back and it didn't yeah. land like Nomito Donaire's left hook on Darchinian uh, <laughs> or something. Yeah. But you were you were throwing the right punches. Mm -hmm. It's just that you you were doing something different. But yeah, I, I so uh, you know fighters have with one punch gotten pretty far, right? Mm -hmm. We're gonna we're gonna move forward to the main event, and then we're gonna con and then we're gonna all merge the two. Oh, we're gonna merge the two. Ah. So we got uh, Anthony Joshua in the main event. Mm -hmm. He looked great. He looked stellar yeah. against Otto Wileen. Um Best 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 AJ I've and seen. You know, Says uh, uh, what's that? The one we watched at your house years ago. Oh man, yeah. Okay, uh, well, the brothers. Um, uh, Klitschko. We Klitschko. gotta stop yeah, doing yeah. this. We gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vladimir Klitschko. That's what I thought. I ain't tweeted because I was like, I don't oh, want no. people to be like, what about AJ. this fight? What about that fight? You I know? thought that was a great AJ performance. Uh, yeah. I was worried. I wasn't sure what was going on with the whole uh, Derrick James because I got more respect for Derrick James, but. Yeah. I mean, he knew what he was doing, and he came out and put on a show after. Yeah. I mean, do you? Because you at this point, I mean, there was talks about the Wilder fight. As you see Wilder lose, it don't affect you going into your fight. Are you done with? Well, are you done? We done covering the Wilder, and we can just uh, yeah, move forward. Yeah, just go and get to it, Sean. Just go, and, go and get to I it. I still want to see the fight. Uh, me too. Still want to see the fight. Because uh, I yeah, uh, listen. Shout out to Wilder. He showed up. 
What is the number one saying in boxing? Styles make fights. Styles make yeah. fights. Yeah, okay. So the Joseph Parker style, that really didn't work for Deontay no, Wilder, who's no. been out of the ring as long as he has right. been, and, right. and so on and so forth. It's that rhythm boxer. was a little bit different. The size is a little mm -hmm. bit different. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Joshua ain't changing levels the right. way the way Joseph Parker. Salute to Joseph Parker. He was changing, yeah, yeah, changing yeah, yeah. levels. Hell of a boxer. Yeah. That's, a very, that's a really good point. That's not what Anthony Joshua does. And even the really good Anthony Joshua doesn't do that. can still get hit with that right hand by Wilder. And on top right of all that, yeah. I've been saying this for a long time. I think this is this, those two guys, if there was any other fight in the world for either of them, this is the one that would really get the juices flowing and really yeah. get them get both of them motivated. And, and they had it set up right? to come Obviously, to the ring 100 percent They both yeah. just had to win, and then that would have been a very big fight. Absolutely. If it, if it had, the Big Bang had been the way it was it was meant to be. Yeah. You know, n life, nothing goes as planned. Like, <laughs> yeah, perfect example, right. if Sean would have beat Crawford and Spence, right. we still want Crawford and Spence, Sean. If, like, all respect to Sean Porter, yeah. get out the way, <laughs> give us Crawford Spence. Get out the way. Just, hey, you know he is right here. He's still here. We've been friends for years. When I just saw some movie where they were talking about some character, and they said, I'm here. Yeah. I'm in the room. <laughs> no, but, I'm yeah, just, but I know yeah, what you're saying. Just I know exactly what these, these guys have been destined. Yeah. No. It's true. And in some fights, you just, you'd still, you want to, and also if you go way back in boxing, or even mm. not that far back, you know, often fighters would lose and then they nobody cared because the other match you. was really good. And so, like, some guy, you'd look, you look back at, like, box record and see, oh, so-and-so lost to so-and-so, but then two fights later, he's still fighting the guy that everybody thought he was going to fight. No, guess what? It was a great fight, you know? I'll call that the Floyd Mayweather effect. Yeah, well, it's, it's true. slowly, yeah. Sean's, right. Earl, those guys slowly starting to transition right. it. Right, but I call it the Floyd Mayweather. No, he it made is. that oh yeah. so yeah. important. The idea that the, uh, the I see guys with security that don't even need security. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like, why do you got security? <laughs> oh, I know why you got security. <laughs> I know why you well, you don't need security. That's true, but, but, but you have security. Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. No, that's that's a very good point. It really is. And, Shout uh, to Floyd Mayweather. But yeah, and that was the other point that I wanted to make as well. All losses, it kind of a loss should not. No. Send you so far down the ladder that nobody wants to see you anymore. If the narrative is written that hey, yeah. this th no. those are two different styles. Styles make fights. We've yeah. been saying this for all I, our I lives. The Let's only, believe it. The only thing that works against Wilder is his age because he's thirty eight years of age. Sure. So what people when they see him lose, they think, oh well, you know, he's older and will he be? But they could. He and Joshua could be forty three and fighting. And the same style questions would yeah. apply because yeah. that right hand could still get in. Yeah. And that's why it was such a, always such an appealing fight, right? And, you know, the, the, you're talking about Joshua, and I know you want to talk about him anyway. He, you know, Anthony Joshua, at his absolute best, is a pure boxer puncher. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Not a boxer, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. when he gets up, when he starts getting on his toes and moving, he has the same problem that Wilder had mm -hmm. in the fight with Parker. Can't stop and Can't and stop, and mm. he's not that kind of fighter. Some fighters we've seen do it. Mm -hmm. So he has to be a boxer puncher within the confines of the movement he's going to give you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when he's that... He's a very dangerous fighter. Now, mm -hmm. he can be hurt, as Andy Ruiz hurt him, yeah. but so can Wilder, yeah. right? Yeah. But that's when you're your most dangerous, when you're that kind of fighter. How hard is it to stop and drop? Because that's going to be important in that, in that yeah, fight. It's hard. not hard. It's just it's a matter of being taught that. And again, uh, you, right. I started doing it when I was five. Mm -hmm. Much easier 
to to just be able exactly. to this muscle memory at this point. Yes. Whereas some people have to actually compute things in their mind, you know. So and both Anthony Joshua and 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 Deontay Wilder, Wilder especially because he got to the sport so late. Yeah. It's like I started riding horses when I was thirty-two years old. Okay, I rode for I've ridden for my whole life. Mm. It was harder for me to learn that than if I was ten, like yeah. you said, and and there. I, I realized I would never be, I mean, I became a good rider, did a lot of things, but I was never going to be as good if I'd started when I was 10. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and some of these, some of the fighters, like even Joshua and, and Wilder, you're trying to teach them things that, like you said, were, were bred into you when yeah. you were a young man. Yeah. So it sounded like you guys got Anthony Joshua. Pardon? <laughs> so, so like you, you two got Anthony Joshua, you know. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's been fighting the longest. I'm still rolling with the big right hand. Okay, well, get him, boy. We, we moved on to the yeah, next I'm, thing. Yeah, I'm you're, still, I'm, you're I'm stuck in that right hand. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Stuck, I'm, I'm riding with that I, right hand. I would too. Because I believe he's just going. Yeah, no, I don't know who's going to win that. Who'd win that fight? Is yeah, that what yeah, you're yeah, saying? Yeah. I don't know who'd win that fight. I, I don't know if Joshua would win it because he could get clipped with the right hand easily at any time. You know, and That's and and we saw Andy Ruiz hurt him. Yeah. So guess what? I like uh like I still like Deontay Wilder in that fight. Do would you if they I, fought? Yeah, I I, I do. I'm beyond. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest now. This is my first time really truly like thinking about it, looking yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's bias there. Right. Um, Wilder didn't show me enough in this fight. Not in this one, no. So now you'd have more doubts. Than, yeah, 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 yeah. But prior to this night. I still really Before wanted to that, see that yeah. fight, and I still right. really thought that hey, that right hand would land. Now I'm just I'm skeptical, yeah. and that's a valid way to look at that fight, yeah. you know, because yeah. if he doesn't get to Wild, I mean, I, it, let's face it, that fight is who gets to who first, mm. you know. Yeah, and, that's and not it, a good if it, if nobody gets to anybody, that's not a good boxing match. It's not. Gonna I don't be think that fight is actually yeah. a good boxing match. Right? No, oh yeah. no, if they, if somehow and there yeah. have been fights like that where, yeah, where yeah. you know there has to be a knockout and there isn't, yeah. it becomes oh my god, no, <laughs> I, you know. Yeah. I have to look away, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, let's get it going, man, to the end of the year awards. Mm. Let's get it going. Okay, okay. Uh, we got fighter of the year. Oh. We got fighter of the year. Yeah. We got KO of the year. Yeah. Prospect of the year. Oh, who is he? Okay. Mm. We got upset of the year. Okay. Uh, we got coach of the year. Okay. We got our guest of the year. Okay, our guest of the year oh. is on right now. Oh, oh. One, one of our guests of the year. Oh, yours or mine? No, 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 yours. Well, yours. Are, I don't think mine good. coming. I don't think mine coming. <laughs> see, see. Hey, you an evil dude, man. You evil. <laughs> you evil. Hey, hey. Why can't, why can't I be guest of the year? Hey, you, you are, bro. I you, got you my guest of the you, year. You one of them. You one of them. See, <laughs> I look out for you. So, we got, you know, we got promotion of the year. So, you know, we got a guest of the year, star of assisted living. Uh, uh, a show you ain't never watched yet. I, I, I watched it. I, watched, I got it on DVR. How many episodes you watch? Uh, I probably watched two. I ain't gonna lie. I watched uh, three. Okay. Uh, PCBs. Uh-huh. He got his own radio. I think he. I think he's the star of the show now because since Kevin stepped off, so star of uh, Plastic Cup Boys, Straight from the Heart. Okay. Got their own TV show. Okay. What else you do? Nah, I ain't talking about nothing with Kevin no more. What else? Nah, nah, nah strong black daddy. Uh, I tried to tell Nah Merry Christmas. He hit me with something that. Wasn't Merry Christmas back? Oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? How you doing, Al? How are you? Good to see you. Good, man. These dudes, these dudes give me a hard time every time I you come. You know what? I'm, ho- I'm, I'm hanging in there. Uh, you know, I'm trying to hold my own. Trying really, to hold my own. Really good comedian. 
But I N- not er- saying that just because he's on, but I, I I'm I love comedy, and so I and the same way yeah. we'll go to a comedy show yeah. and just watch and give anybody a chance. You know. you mess up, we gonna we gonna laugh, we gonna be there with you. you hey, as you he, well know, there's nothing on this planet harder than being a stand-up comedian. Mm. It's the, well, the hardest thing I think in the world, practically. Well, being on this show is pretty difficult too. <laughs> hey, that's good. Yeah, that was corny. That was corny. All right, cool. All right. How you doing, boss? I'm good, man. I look like I came in at the right time. We're here talking about the um, fighters of the year. Yeah, I mean, literally the perfect timing. We wanted to bring you on as um, Ant's uh, guest, uh, of, guest the of the year, but you are you are the podcast guest of the year as well. Hey, um, Naeem's been on here at least five times this year alone. We met Naeem <laughs> this year, and he was rocking with us. So, yeah. uh, so welcome to the podcast yet again, of course. And we wanted to honor you for just always number one tuning in the boxing. Number two, tuning into the podcast and, and always kicking it with us. I appreciate y'all, man. This has been uh, one of the uh, lowlights of my of my year. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, because I don't even know what that means, so the joke's on him. Uh, who's your fight or fighter of the year? What of the year award I, I you gave, got? I gave him a couple three of them to come oh, okay. over. Three. All right. Um, my fighters, my fighter of the year would be between um, David Benavidez and Devin Haney. Mm-hmm. I think I'm leaning towards David Benavidez. Okay. I went overseas with mine. I went anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I go. Um, I give anyway the knockout of the year over Stephen Fulton. Yeah. And I, I got. But, I got a. Just because it was such a master performance, I got Terrence Bud mm. Crawford. Oh, you got Crawford. Just because I, I would have bet my life that wouldn't have went that. Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, you bet some money. For sure. He ain't lying to remind you that you lost some money, man. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, I got Terrence Bud Crawford as my fighter of the year. Anybody you got, Al? You, you know, it, and it is a question of whether you need the activity. In okay, your case, yeah. it was like greatest performance in an important fight, and mm-hmm. I get that. Um, because of the activity, and I agree, Devin Haney, also a great candidate. Yeah. I'm probably going to lead to Inouye. I went to Inouye simply yeah. because of the, lean the, the activity. Overall. But yeah. all these other choices, all good choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think Inouye uh, is a great choice for, for any category. Yeah. But as far as um, the meaningful fights, like uh, I, I say fight of the year, I'm going to go uh, Caleb Plant versus David ben- Benavidez because that fight gave us everything that we wanted mm-hmm. it to be. Mm-hmm. It was a great, I, I mean, it was action-packed. Uh, Benavidez came from behind to win. I thought that was... The, what do y'all think was the, the fight of the year? Uh, what you got, Sean? Go okay, my fight of the year, uh, one that we talked a lot about, a lot about Naeem, uh, Haney Lomachenko. I thought that was a hell mm. of a fight. Interesting. Even no matter how you had it, it was very competitive back and forth. You watched the fight, you were entertained from round one to round 12. It was just a bit, good fight. Uh no matter, like I said, no matter how you had it, it was an entertaining fight, sport of boxing. Mm-hmm. What about you, Al? You know, I, it, there's like three or four that are mm. possible. Um, I, this is going to sound weird, maybe. I'm the, one of the more recent ones that I found so interesting was uh, Ramirez and Espinosa. Uh, oh, Luis, yeah. Ramirez and Rafael Espinosa. Uh-huh. That fight was, to me, was a fascinating fight because it had knockdowns, it uh-huh. had great action. Uh-huh. So there are like four or five that you could pick yeah. from the year. I'll just throw that one out only because it's probably one that might not be mentioned and it was a great fight. 
and then I'll go back to Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence Jr. again. Understood that it was a one-sided yeah, fight, but I just, just think that of, yeah. it was. I did not give Terence Crawford fighter of the year, but yeah. I did felt like for him to come into a fight that was in in in, in, in popular yeah. opinion 50-50, and for him to come up with a game plan and initiate that game plan, show how masterful he was as a fighter. Of course, he would get fight fighter of the year. It didn't get that, so I gave him fight the fight. Could of I year. mention one other fight sure. just because of the nature of it? Subaru Matias, Matias and Daniel Ponce. Oh, yes. For three and a half rounds, yes. that fight was <laughs> insane. Yeah. And there is no way that Subaru Matias ever should have gotten out of round one. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. I mentioned that one too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about you do a uh, performance of the year for Crawford versus go. Spence mm -hmm. versus yeah. fight of the year? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. Because no, fight of the year, you, you want to sit. For me, fight of the year is something that's competitive. And that fight was was not competitive, but it was a great performance, yeah. great game plan, great execution. So how about performance of the year? There, there you go. go. They got a new topic. The Portaway Performance of the Year. So we got... Naeem, did I send you KO of the year? You did. Right. And I said anyway against Fulton. Ooh. Ooh. Damn, I forgot about that one. <laughs> oh, I forgot about... I mean, well, what you go with there? Uh, I forgot about that one. I got uh, Ryo versus Chris Colbert. Yeah. The way oh, he slept him last yeah, week yeah. would not leave my head. When I yell, yeah. babe, he's dead. I, that's when I, I know. That's what that, you said? I told you that already. <laughs> Why are you saying it again? I, I don't know, but when you ask, when my reaction is like that, I'm like, let's knock out of here. <laughs> what about, what about uh, Mendoza versus... Um, uh, the tall uh, Fendora. 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 That's a good yeah, one, too. That was yeah. a shot. Oh, yeah. That was a hell yeah. of a shot, Oh, too. yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, Fendora was winning that fight. Both, yeah. Go ahead, nah. I said Fondora was winning that fight pretty yeah, easily, yeah. it seemed like, and he just got caught. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, Al? You got you have Yeah, I'd say either one of those, the Fondora Mendoza fight or yeah. uh the Valenzuela yeah. Yeah. um uh Colbert fight, which was that was I mean that one felt a little bit like when Gervonta Davis knocked out Leo Santa Cruz, oh, you man. know, the same kind of thing. Did you did we lose him? Hey, hey, uh hey, hey, um, now, did you happen? Did you see anyways fight the other night? The, last, the other day. Night. You you mean at at three a.m. Yeah, today? yeah. <laughs> no. I well, I mean, I did you see the fight at all? No. Well, this is what I want to point out, and this is why this could be. It's not not. It wasn't a hellacious knockout, but Marlon Tapalis, uh, really good boxer, mm -hmm. came to fight. The list goes on. At the end of this fight, this man literally, you know how people say, oh, he quit. He didn't get up for the next mm -hmm. round. This man was was getting it and went down on one knee because he knew he just couldn't take it no more. Mm -hmm. Then he went down on two knees. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Is that a TKO when you went down two knees? Yeah, TKO, that's, that's, so that's my stoppage of the year because I could, I me, mean, I know what it feels like for that 12 round bell to end mm. and for me to feel like I'm so glad this fight is over. <laughs> when he went down on one knee and then I saw him go down on the next knee, I said, yo, he just made this man literally quit because usually when somebody quit, it's the towel coming in or it's the, the whole little no mas thing. This dude was fighting and just simply said, I can't go anymore in the 10th round. That was to me was the stoppage of the year. Yeah, two knees mean you begging the ref to stop it, bruh. That's no, what he went down on one, and the ref was was counting. Then he was just like, "I can't go no more. I can't go no more." And he went down <laughs> what on round two. Was it? 
It ain't funny because I know what you, that feels uh, like. The ninth, ninth, or tenth round. Tenth round. Okay. Yeah, tenth round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Watch that. Well, what else we got? Uh, uh, what about what about most underwhelming performance of the year? Oh damn, he hit us with. He hit us with. <laughs> oh, oh, I got that. I got that. You want me to go first? Who you got? <laughs> Deontay Wilder. Wilder. <laughs> what about what about Shakur Stevenson? No, he said Shakur Stevenson. Oh. Well, I'm gonna go Charlo. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, Jamel Charlo. Yeah, that might be. I'm gonna go Jamel Charlo. I got. You know what? I, I can. I can go with Jamel Charlo too. That was. Uh, yeah. He showed up with with no desire to win. It seemed. Yeah. Yeah. When I thought he got knocked down in that round, and then I went back and watched it and saw that he actually was getting hit, got got shook up, and actually went down on one knee to stop himself from getting mm. knocked out. At first, I was like, okay, that's smart, cool. But as the fight goes on, and then you look back at it, you say, "Oh, he was just making sure he didn't get knocked out." That's to me, that's 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 weak. Yeah, and then at the end of the fight, said, "At least I didn't get knocked out." Yeah. Oh, oh, so he did say that. <laughs> yeah, come yeah. on, Charlo. Yeah, <laughs> uh, promotion of the year. I don't know if now I got that, but, but so what do you mean, like promotion of a fight? So, so I chose promotion of the year, and I, obviously I should have explained it to you before, yeah. but I'm gonna explain it now. With us doing our media blitz. media blitz, being around, getting around some different promotions and things like that, I said, you know what? For us as as being boxing uh, reporters okay. and and being okay. a part of the media, what fight did we go to when we felt like, yo, this was the best promotion? Did we, you know, so yeah, on and so forth? Easy. Ryan Garcia, Tank, Tank Davis. Davis. <laughs> I mean, the fight damn near sold itself. Yeah. Because if you're real box, I, I think all of us real mm-hmm. purist fans, we knew how it was going to go. I mean, damn. if you... I have so many people... That's why me. he ain't calling you back. Shout out to Ryan Garcia, bro. I text you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's that text you. <laughs> hey, but I mean, and that's probably why, but hey, man, it's just, it's levels to this. And if you really know boxing, mm-hmm. you knew he didn't have a chance. Yeah. And you wouldn't believe the amount of bets I had. Yeah. Shout out to my Hispanic friends <laughs> that uh, bet me in that fight. I made a lot of money. They said, he's undefeated. I don't understand what you mean. I said, okay, <laughs> let's, let's do the bet then. There you go. Uh, Al, um... And and I've been uh, debating back and forth and and showing, too, about a possible fight between Devin Haney and uh, Javante Davis. Mm -hmm. Uh, The more time goes past, the more I believe that Devin Haney has a chance to actually win this fight, especially if he he fights smart. I think he can win rather easily. No, not so easily, because Tank is a really great fighter, not just a power puncher, but... I'm still picking Devin Haney to win that fight. It's certainly possible. And and here's this last fight, I think, was, you know, the fight before that, very close fight with Lomachenko and could have gone either way. And mm-hmm. after that fight, I probably would have said to you, mm, I'm going to lean to Davis because of the, you know, Lomachenko is a smaller fighter and seemed to even get some respect from Haney for his punches. But this last fight against Pro Gray, there was a... a the going up in weight, and Sean, you could speak to this. Sometimes fighters, it's clear Devin Haney needed to be at 140. He's not a monstrous puncher, but he showed enough power to make Regis Progray definitely respect his power. So he would have to box, as you point out, really very well, maybe perfectly against Javante Davis, and simply not get hit with a major a major punch. Is it possible for him to do it? Yeah, it is possible. 
Well, also, people keep forgetting about his performance against Cambosis, especially the second fight. Yeah. And Cambosis was the unified champ. And he, yeah. he beat him, he really beat him up in that second fight. Yeah. Um, and I think that one thing I'll say about Ryan Garcia against uh, Tank is that when he caught him with the big uppercut or the big counter shot, I don't remember if it was an uppercut or a hook, yeah. he jumped right up. And that showed... Um, yeah. That was testament of his of his conditioning, mm-hmm. yep. and sometimes people think just because you get hit with a big shot, you can't come back. Yeah. Ryan Garcia came back and was having some success. Then he got caught with the body shot, and that was it. So even if Devin Haney does get knocked down, that doesn't mean that he can't come back and have a good performance yeah, and, and pull up a win. I mean, it's a great fight. I mean, the two, two fights that you know that fight and uh, Shakur Stevenson against yeah. either Haney or Davis. Those, those three people. I mean, they would be the kind of like the three versions of Hagler, Hearns, Leonard, Duran mm-hmm. of this era. Mm-hmm. If the three of those men could get together on a regular basis. And Tio, don't forget Tio, Tio Fimo. Yeah, yes, he would be in that group, kind of. In that group. What did I say? I think that. I think that Shakur has the most talent. He can beat any of them, mm-hmm. but I'm just not sure he's willing to trade yeah, uh, mm-hmm. um, to really box with with Tank. I know he's felt Dev Haney's power and sparring, but I just feel like he's not going to fight Tank. Mm-hmm. Or if he does, he's going. He's just going to be. He's not going to trade with him enough for it to be a an entertaining fight. Yeah, we got prospect of the year. Yo, nah, you got a you got a you got a coach of the year. Oh, it's definitely Bomac. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yes. Who else could it be? Yeah. That's unanimous. Yeah, I think he... Or is it? Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's unanimous. I agree. It was, I wow. He, and he deserves it. Some yeah. Bo Mac. Years he didn't get the credit. Uh, yeah. This year he... Yeah. I agree. He came yeah. up with a hell of a game yeah. plan I going agree. against one of the, I yeah. think, 2022 Coach of the Year and Derrick James. Yeah. And had a master performance. Yeah. yeah. So you got to take, take your hat off to that guy. And then did you see uh, your bank's um, rematch that fight as well? Who? I missed it. Okay, well... Bo Mac, he he oh, teamed yeah. up with Bo Mac for that fight as well. Chris Eubank Jr. Mm-hmm. and uh, and and they and they pulled off a, a big win. Yeah, they did overseas. Yeah, that was so. a good win for him. Yeah, yep. that helped him also. Yeah. Yep. So you know, again, when you're talking about being yeah. a coach, it's, a fight know. that might not have gone that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think I think uh, Bo Mac definitely that's unanimous right there, mm-hmm. which I really like. I, I think maybe we were kind of pushing against other each other just to make conversation with some of the other ones, but yeah, Bo Mac is the mm-hmm. I think is the one that my we pick can't. Is my pick. I don't care what y'all pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't change your. Pick at all? No. Oh, no. uh, when he said something, you said, "Oh, I forgot about." Oh, I forgot about the the Charlo performance. It was that underwhelming. All right, what we got next? Bring it up on the screen, Hafey. Pros- prospect of the year. Uh, he got upset a year. Oh, upset. Oh, all right, got mine. <laughs> say it at the same time. No, why you always gonna say stuff at the same time? <laughs> we ain't in no group. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Do your uh, Joe Parker. Parker. <laughs> You're so childish. <laughs> Oh, nice. What about Mendoza? Yeah, yeah, Mendoza. Man, but yeah, Mendoza yeah. was big. But nobody was picking Josh uh, Parker. Yeah. That was well, tough, now. You never know when with Deontay Wilder. You know, if he catch you with the with the big right, then it's good night. But almost every fight that he's had, he was losing at some point of that fight, yeah. except yeah, for the ones right. he won like in the first couple rounds. So you never know. But the Mendoza against Fondora was, I would say, that's probably my upset of the year. Okay. 
I might go with it. that one. Although I think yeah. Parker for sure yeah. is in the running. What, what's making me more upset this year is that sweater that Sean has on. <laughs> I mean, I thought Ugly Christmas sweater was for up to Christmas and Christmas. This sweater? Afterwards. He, he turned the lights on. This so sweater? after Christmas, it's illegal, right? That's like wearing white after Labor Day. <laughs> this sweater right here? <laughs> huh? There you go. That I won? Yeah. What you wanted that? An ugly sweater contest? Uh, huh? There this you one? Go. Mind your business. Hey, hey, you want no, an ugly hey, sweater no, at an ugly sweater contest? Here. No, no. Uh, what did you say? <laughs> I said you want an ugly sweater at an ugly sweater contest? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I won, I won the prize at the under, hey, uh, ugly hey, sweater contest. Hey, hey, oh, put okay. your hoodie back on again. Just do it. <laughs> hey, nah. Remember last time we seen with a hoodie on like that, right? What happened? Hey, Terrence Crawford. <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna go with uh, upset oh. we're gonna go with prospect of the year. Hey, 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 my dad be like, he hey, you let me know when you want me to get it. That's what my dad say. Call my dad right now. Hey, you hey, lucky my phone just hey, died. Hey, you call your dad, I'm gonna call my dad. <laughs> you better not respond to that. You better not respond to that. You better not respond to that. You can't do that, man. <laughs> Come on, my phone died. Uh prospect of the year. Mm. Did you do I don't, did, I don't, do you have a I don't give matter. it to nah. Uh prospect of the year, I got Emilio. Vargas, uh, 8-0. Mm-hmm. My, my man's oh. rolling. And uh, I got two. Oh, yeah. Abdullah Mason. Oh, oh 11 and 0, Abdullah. 9 KOs. Uh, That's nice. Never forget when I seen that guy running 105 degree uh, <laughs> down the street by me in your house. Yeah. Uh, but those guys on track to possibly meet each other down the line. But yeah. definitely on track and rolling and doing what they have to do. Also, shout out to Shushu Carrington. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bruce, oh, Bruce yeah. has been doing this thing. Very good um, fighter, yeah. I, I I know that you obviously being a part of Showtime. Yeah. Um, you still watch like ESPN Plus when all the oh show sure, absolutely. That's I awesome. see everybody. Yeah, he's great. I, I just felt like obviously we know sh- how important Showbox was uh, to to boxing. Yeah, of yeah. Now they ESPN has the ESPN Plus app. Where yeah, it, no, those are those are good fights. Perfect. Uh, is Elijah Garcia the middleweight too far along to be a prospect? I don't think so. No, not at he's all. He's kind of there. Yeah. I think he's really, really good. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he's a guy that I think... He's fun to watch. Yeah, he's fun to watch yeah. and uh, and exciting. Yeah. So yeah. I like him. Yeah. Any young guys ain't got to be a prospect, uh, Naeem, you like watching? Um, nah, you know what? Uh-huh. Like, what's too far along to be a prospect? Uh, Jared Hard Anderson by now? Jared Anderson? Yeah, well, he, Anderson, yeah. I guess I would consider him, but um, I don't know. Maybe not. It's hard to tell. He he showed some flaws in his last couple fights yeah, that yeah. I'm worried about him. I think usually um, prospect of the year is like one or two, ten, one or two years into the game. Yeah, they're usually about yeah. ten or eleven. Like yeah. you, you had a couple guys ten in the ten or eleven yeah. fight. Yeah, it seems like it, or yeah. it's kind of a little after. I don't know. But yeah, you like Jared? You said nah. He would have been, but I mean, he's too far along. I like, I like Keyshawn. I think Keyshawn, and he might be too far yeah, along yeah. as well. But yeah, I think that he's about to do far along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he would be definitely a prospect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not too far yeah, along. But I, I just thought that a couple of fights got called out. We didn't see the activity, is why yeah. I didn't consider him. Um, obviously, you got Andy Cruz out there as well, which he's gonna. Oh, be, yeah. he's gonna That's be fast forwarded through his. Yeah, because he's so. gonna be pushed quicker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, nah. Um, I don't know if you know, but I'm gonna ask you this question anyway. The way that they're doing Andy Cruz, where Andy's two fights in, and they're talking about him probably having a world championship title or being being in that that talk, probably less than five fights or less, give or take. Do you think that that's something that should happen a little more regularly? Well, I mean, it happened in Creed. <laughs> 
this. Oh my god! Hey, just turn him off. Turn him off. What's that? It happened in Crete. Turn him off. He didn't even answer my FaceTime earlier. Turn him off. So wait, let me get this straight. You you went from being guest of the year to get out of here. Get out of here. That was crazy. That was a quick decline. He said it happened in Crete. That was rough. Come on, man. The timing on that was great. Come on, man. <laughs> well, it happened in Creed. You coming back uh, out here for the, for, the, for the new year or anything? Um, what, what do you mean for the new year or anything? Nah, I, I, you got a show coming on out here or anything? Uh, here? No, I just, I just got some more some more touring to do and uh, filming. That's it. But to answer your question before you try to kick me off, I think that it should be if you have the pedigree, the amateur pedigree, the Olympic pedigree. They did it with Lomachenko. He got a title fight and what a second second fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it's somebody that has the experience and they want to get in there and and possibly mess up like Lomachenko did, then <laughs> mess up. Go ahead. Was it truly a mess up though? I mean, he goes on to do everything, yeah, right? So, well, I mean, he he still had a great career, but he he has three losses, which yeah. is not a good thing, and he lost his second fight. Damn. So, but because of his talent and his his uh, now how you feel about somebody know. with four losses? Huh? How you feel about somebody with four losses? Well, well, I'm not gonna let you disrespect Sean like that. Like we said before, <laughs> Sean lost all his fights, oh. <laughs> all of his four losses against people that were undefeated. Hey, so, hey, man, now I had this argument one time, and I brought you up. I said, "What about Sean?" <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. Dude. That's crazy. Hey, I'm just saying. But hey, you my guy. I'm just telling you. Okay. What about <laughs> well, now, Merry Christmas to you, Big Dog. Happy New Year, and and like uh, I said, man, thanks for always uh, joining the podcast and. Having some interesting things to to bring to the table, as well as the corny jokes. <laughs> the, cre- the creed. Whoever's watching this, they're gonna laugh when I say creed. You know that was a good one. Uh, hey, nice, <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> you too, Al. Uh, next time I see you at a fight, I'm gonna come up and introduce myself. Please do. You're not remember me, but I'm Please gonna do, do it anyway. And uh, thank y'all. Have a happy New Year, man. Love the show. Whenever y'all need me, let me know. Hey, yes, now when uh, when season five dropping? Assistant um, living. I don't know. Probably the first quarter of next year. Okay, okay. Do we got to watch the first four to know what's going on in the fifth? <laughs> can, you, can, you got, can, you, can you bring us up to date right now for season five? I'm, I'm going to see y'all the Cliff Notes. <laughs> Cliff Notes, yeah. Where is it at? Is it on Netflix? No. Prime? It's on regular BT. It's on Hulu? No. BT. It's on, it's on, it's on, yeah, BT. It's on... Uh, all right, let me stop. <laughs> Very disrespectful. <laughs> all right, big dog. God bless you. All right, man. Take care. Yes, hey, sir, hey, you man. on the show tomorrow? What show? You on the show tomorrow? What show? What show? That's crazy. You're straight from the heart show. Oh, Today. no, no. We off till January 9th. Oh, that's crazy. Y'all need... See, they going off, too. I don't know if we going to go off or not. See, hey, hey, he running a... He running a slave ship. I know there's white people here. <laughs> he running a slave ship. <laughs> <laughs> this dude here, man. I apologize to the to the white people in the room. You, know, you understand the hustle. He understand the hustle. He hey, can't go home. Hey, God bless you, man. We can out of here after this. Uh, here, oh, okay. Okay, we'll come back. It's hot to eight in. <laughs> man. Get him off the screen. He's done. All right, He's no. done. He's done. Please. All right. Boom! There it is. Um, mm-hmm. Great show today. My phone did die. In, in okay. Fact. Okay. Uh, but it's cooling off now. We got hot before. Different. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's cooling off. Um, real quick, uh, I promote our promos. Um, 
want you guys to keep uh, just just subscribing to the Patreon channel. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their mama to tell everybody else. Um, got a lot of content over there. This year coming, I, listen, I've been saying it's going to get bigger and better. I've been saying that since day one. And I personally, I'm my own worst critic. And I think it's been we've been expanding and getting bigger and better. And it's going to continue on. Don't want you guys to miss that. The only way you can tune in is if you subscribe to our Patreon. Our Patreon subscribers, your uh, gloves are on the way. They'll be to you soon. And enjoy the extra gift in there. It's just a token of my, number one, my appreciation. And also my apology for keeping y'all waiting on the gloves. Uh, also, we want to shout out Rival. Go to Rival.com. Um, most of the stuff on there. You put in our promo code TPW15, you get 15% off. So if you got a loved one, you got a fighter yourself, you got anybody that you want to gift some equipment to, anything like that. You got a gym you need to get set up. Get you some percent off. Get that 15% off. TPWP15 uh, right there with Rival.com. Rivalboxing.com. That's that's what it is. Rivalboxing.com. All that being said. Oh, man. what a, Hey, what a year, man. I pre- like I always tell you, appreciate you yes, picking me yes, to do the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, podcast, this has been the best year of podcast. It has been. Hey, has man, we've made a lot of movement, yeah. a lot of... Yeah. Uh, a lot of hard days, a lot of a lot of fun days. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, this has been a blessing to do. People always say, uh, "How has it been a friend of Sean Porter?" We're just friends. Literally, I don't treat him like yeah, I don't treat him like y'all treat him. But at the end of the day, he my guy. You know, I ain't getting teared up. I'm just I'm just got cold. <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day, he my guy. You know, if he needs me, I need him. It's vice versa. Mm-hmm. It's always love. We do this for entertainment. It's nothing mm-hmm. personal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a ride. We're still cool with uh, Carson. And Zytel, I just kill that. Yeah. Uh, wanna shout out to the producer. He he does all the work. This is actually the easy part of doing the show. Me and Sean definitely, you know, we, we sometimes say, man, we ain't been traveling more. Yeah. We love to get on the road, love yeah. to see y'all, man. Yeah. When when we out, I, I don't I, I see, people start doing the thing where they look, they see me and they don't know if they want to come come say hi to me, man. I'm, I'm not, I think Sean feel the same way, man. Oh, uh, yeah, people they Yeah, are just come up and say hi, but man, we appreciate know. y'all supporting us. Portway Podcast be nothing without the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah Appreciate yeah. Al, man. This is a blessing to be in your presence. I appreciate being here for the last show of the year. I yeah. love watching you guys and you. Uh, I'll come back in a visit. Thank you. Uh, we always leave the show. Last thing we do is motivation. You have any motivation? Anything inspiring? Ooh, mean something mm-hmm. to say to people? Anything to, whatsoever? You know, it's funny. We've all all. It's weird you're asking me this question because uh, we all go through periods in life mm-hmm. where you know things are not a hundred percent for us. And uh, I've had a you know I've been going through a lot of times with my wife who's had a lot of physical issues mm-hmm. and had to try and sort through all that and Mm -hmm. get life on the right track. And uh, uh, so I want to shout out to all the people that have that in their life that have, you know, where they're helping somebody or they're they're trying to get through issues that loved ones uh, that they're with have. And all I can say to you is stay strong and mm-hmm. remember that they're going through it worse than you are. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you said that. I, I I was stalling. I didn't have anything. I didn't come in with something. But um, you so remind you me nothing, of what? I got something. Uh, you got something? Go yeah, ahead. If you ain't got, uh, no, I got something oh, okay, now. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you I just you no. Know, I always say, man, I'm big on treating people the same, man. Talk to the general like you talk to the CEO. If you meet me, I'm gonna treat you just like you, the greatest person in the world. But you never know who you're talking to, man. That's, that's going to flip your money or just going to be above you in life. But yep. at the end of the day, we need more kindness in the world, man. Treat people I like agree. people DM me and say, I can't believe you responded back. 
I'm responding back every few times, but at the end of the day, I got to go on my life and hang on with my family. But I believe in treating everybody with kindness, man. That I'm, yeah. I'm big on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had somebody, uh, mm-hmm. I was uh, texting in a group the other day, mm-hmm. and I kept putting exclamation points out there everything. And so one of the guys said, oh, he's excited. I said, y'all are being kind to me. And yeah. I, and kindness makes me excited. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And I always live by this case. I've, you guys heard it multiple times. My grandma always told me, kindness will take you where money won't. And I live by that every day mm-hmm. of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back to what you and, and piggyback off of with you what mm-hmm. you were saying. Um, I have a friend that I I call my mentor Malcolm. Shout out to Malcolm. We were talking the other day, and, and he knows some of the things I've been going through. And he said, he said, man, it's just amazing how you experience the pain without experiencing the trauma. Oh, and good. this is what I want to give to you guys. He says, you experience the pain without experiencing the trauma. The pain is the moment. Mm-hmm. The trauma is is is, right. is the thoughts and, yeah. and the feelings and the and the reliving things in your mind and all those kinds of things. I said I refuse to go through trauma. Yeah. I never realized I was avoiding trauma, but I refuse to allow myself it's to be really mad. It's a really good di- differentiation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I refuse to allow myself to be mad, be upset, mm-hmm. be hurt, be angry, anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. And so when a situation comes to you guys, I want you want you guys to try this when it. Deal with the moment. Don't allow the moment yeah, to be tomorrow and the day after. And the moment is not your life. The moment is simply that moment. Handle it with care. Handle it with subtlety. Handle it however you feel you need to. And then move on and move past it. That's what forgiveness truly is. People think, oh, you got to forget. Forgiveness is not forgetting. Forgiveness is just simply saying, I know it happened. It's okay. I'm going to move forward. Forgive yourself. Forgive your parents. Forgive your spouse. Forgive your kids. Forgive everybody. It's just a moment. Move forward. Don't allow the pain to become the trauma. This is the portal way. Stay blessed. Ladies and gentlemen from the Microsoft Theater here in downtown Los Angeles. Brought to you by Sean 